Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. The Bills circle the wagons down in Nashville, a tale of two Grudens and Luke Falk, the real motherfucker. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. Uh, fired up for episode 56 of your favorite Canadian NFL podcast. Thanks for joining us wherever you are in the world. Ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, and vanagam. Vanagam. See, I let you do it by yourself. Uh, we're brought to you by the wonderful people at Huck Media. Uh, thank you, as always. Follow them on Instagram, at Huck Media. Uh, keeping us sounding good, sounding fresh. Weird Mike's got his jibs in. He's got no bra strap. He's got a Beauty Bills jersey on that I think might be mine. Uh, Eric Moltz. Uh, many people have laid claim to this jersey. I think everyone had an Eric Moulds jersey back in the day. Uh, it can lay claim to only one Tim Harris. There you go. Anyway, the Bills circled the wagons down in Nashville. And you know what? Whenever, for anyone who's ever been to Nashville, you kind of feel like the Bills did this Sunday. You just you go down there on a beautiful day, and you have a good time. And there's some country music on, and you love it anyway. Even if you don't like country. If you're in Nashville, it's like when in Rome. Go to, what is it, Tootsie? Oh, yeah, all the hot spots. Oh, I love Nashville. We went down there for a bachelor party, me and Weird Michael, for our not-so-weird buddy Hearns. Uh, great time. Got an Airbnb. Uh, a couple minutes from downtown Nashville. Didn't line up for the Wings picture like every single girl in the world currently does in Nashville. Right now, as we're talking, as you're listening to this, there's probably a half-an-hour wait by every girl who likes Instagram to take a picture in front of these two big wings Painted on a black building, the white wings, they're really nice. And I'm only bringing this up because you waited in that line, Mike. You waited in it, didn't you? And what did I do, Jeff? You took a great picture. Without? Your shirt on. There you go. That's why, yeah. Bring it home. Mike has Mock a... Mock in the insta-hose, <laughs> yo. Where Mike's got a thing where wherever he is in the world, at some point, he just sort of feels the vibes. <laughs> the sun's out. He's had about one and a half beers, <laughs> you know? He found a dart in his pocket he didn't know about. <laughs> some, you know, some parlay that rhymed and had something to do with the guy he met from Texas last night. Just one in some college basketball game. And it's the belly out, here I am picture. Whether it's the Bellagio, whether it's, you know, in front of a bunch of young teenager ladies those, Waiting in line you know, in Nashville. Those, those girls, those were insta-hoes. They weren't no teenagers. <laughs> fine. There was girls of all ages. I didn't mean to go there. That's, that's, anyway, the point is, is that this is what you do. Am I wrong? No, uh, quite proudly. If anyone ever... Do it. Yep. Welcome to Smashville. <laughs> and just like the Bills took over that motherfucker last night. Yep. They took over half the stadium. Buffalo's always last to the party. Like, Nashville's been hot for three to four years. Yeah. And they've had plenty of chances to go there. And finally, Bill's Mafia rises up. And turned out to be perfect timing. Because on some of those third downs, it kind of felt like a home game. Yep. Especially when it started to rain. You could hear it. You could hear it. Because Bill's fans, just per capita, are louder than other fans. You know, they're not necessarily as educated. They are... They seem to have a high... um, Alcohol tolerance, you know, even more so than uh, a lot of other Americans from other parts of the States. So you got, even if you fill 30% of the stadium with Bill's Mafia, that sounds like 60. Love it. Because the Nashville fans are, you know, 
So one of my half fa- asleep. One of my favorite things when I go to a Bills game. Besides is- Huck, big Titans fan over here. Yeah, not half asleep. W- although he doesn't drink coffee, so maybe he is a bit. Remember the Titans, man. What a roller coaster. Indeed. Vrabel is that weird chaperone. <laughs> and he let the valedictorian hang himself up to dry. Literally. Valedictorian being the quarterback? Yeah. He's not that good. As he's, Huck pointed out last week, our producer, he's just not that good. So one of my favorite things about going to the Ralph is when the opposing kicker misses a field goal. Place goes nuts. Whole vibe turns. Yep. And being a half Bills home game in Nashville, did you guys see that kicker? I'm going <laughs> to post this. I've never laughed harder in my life at an NFL football game. They just kept sending out a kicker who had no idea and no confidence. The one they said got blocked, we never saw a replay, unconfirmed. Right. They sent him out for 53 yards in the rain into a 20K wind. At the end there? Oh, my God. (laughs) At that point, it it had become a farce. So the dude missed four field goals yesterday. They lost by a touchdown. Uh, One of them might have been tipped. The dude on the bill says he tipped it. Hard to not believe him, but whatever. Uh, then he missed the first one. One got tipped. Anyway, missed another one. And, and then, then you're bringing him out for this 50-yarder where it doesn't even matter. You still need a touchdown. There's four and a half minutes left. And, and he, well, he missed it by like 30 yards. <laughs> it was fucked up. That was Vrabel passing the blame. You think? I do. I don't think. I, don't I think. really do, man. I think he was trying to win the game. With a 53-yarder into the rain? It was... 27 feet right. I'm not saying it was a great coaching decision. I would have gone for it too. I think analytics would also agree with me. Uh, Vrabelytics may be slightly spiteful, as you're pointing out, but I think he was still trying to win the game. I don't think at any point with like six minutes left, he's like, you know what? Fuck my kicker. (laughs) uh, I think you could blame him anyway. I don't think he really needs to set him up for a a strike four, you know, to, to strike out. Santos. Shout out Bill's Mafia for an invasion in Smashville. Right. Well, well done. Way to get it done. Absolutely. I got one last nugget here on the Bills. Okay. Big theme of the show this year, episode 56, season three. Yes. Schedule. <laughs> it matters. It does. The Bills are now four and one. They head into their bye, followed by three home games against Miami, Washington, and Philadelphia. Conservatively, they got Miami the week after that. Philly too, as well, I believe. So you know, let's say even Philly sneaks that out. That's two wins. Yeah, they're six and two. Regular, you know, and they could beat Philly, but yeah, six and two. Bills look good, baby. Circle the wagons. Also, um, I just love that Bills gear. I forget what it's called, but it's like you know, in their Super Bowl era years, uh, it looks you know like it's just. What everybody's dad had a pair of, those pants. I forget what they're called, but they're awesome. Let's go Buffalo. Uh, speaking of schedule, one team that's not affecting is the Oakland Raiders. Come on. Big road trip. Just spent a week in London after traveling three time zones to beat Indianapolis. Wow. Uh, they're a good team. They can run the ball. Josh Jacobs, I like him. I like him a lot. Hearing good things. Also, there's something to say, be said about Derek Carr and something he shares with Matt Stafford. I can get to that a bit later. But uh, they're sort of just like everybody else. You know? I'll, uh, I'll get to that a bit later. There's a little teaser for you. Uh, touch your wiener wherever you are because it's coming. <laughs> they righted that ship ASAP, and they needed to with all that travel. Chucky looks like a rock star again. If you don't have a wiener, 
uh, you don't have to. <laughs> We're gender neutral here at Look Who's Talking. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, hey, Gruden, you know, that's a big win for him. He, he was almost squishing his face. Like, there's the Gruden Chucky face. He was, like, overdoing it almost yesterday. Closing one eye like a pirate and just sort of breaking his own jaw with a smile. Well, he had to. He was in London. He had to sell that persona. Absolutely. Uh, they, they look good, man. Josh Jacobs, also from, Al- from Alabama. Uh, yeah. He used to live in a car, man. He got, he, got, he got good at running fast when he was running away from sort of gangsters in the area he grew up in. Great story on the Players' Tribune. Uh, read Josh Jacobs' sort of open letter to, you know, I don't know, it's open letter to himself. Or, it's one of those open letter things. It's freaking awesome. I think it's called Run for Your Life, and it's really good. Wow. Yeah. And the guy right now, or last week anyway, he's probably gone up, but last week he was plus 1,000 to win Rookie of the Year. Kyler Murray was plus 300. And uh, he already had 310 yards and a bunch of touchdowns. He's their bell cow back. If you can get that, the guy's going to win Rookie of the Year. Him, I think. Uh, Kyler Murray. Anyway, something to look into. Check it out. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, Boo Boo Smith-Schuster. I don't think I coined that, but it's still funny. Boo Boo Smith-Schuster. Juju made a boo boo. Cost the Steelers their sort of attempt to get back in sort of a normal sort of season. Now they're one and four. Cost your host here. Uh, chance at a, like a, a G, which also, as I found out later, would have won because I had Broncos and Packers too. Our Hugh picks are six and zero right now. Uh, we're on a perfect weekend. We were five and one last week. We're six and zero right now. I don't know what's going on, but I love it. And uh, yeah, if it wasn't for Boo Boo, old Hugh Hugh would have been. Uh, I don't know. I got. I got nothing. But he would have had some uh, extra cheddar. You got it, baby. Uh, so thanks a lot. And yeah, it's his second big fumble in his career. Like big. I don't know if you remember last year, last game of the season, he fumbled against the Bengals, cost him the playoff spot in the game that Antonio Brown did not play. I do recall. Yeah. Played it would never happen again. You're a liar. <laughs> Juju made a boo-boo. You gotta watch these punch outs, man. Everyone's it's not just the best defenses in the world that like, you know, that the Bears used to do this all the time. Uh, as uh, Collinsworth brought up last night. I like him. I'm liking him a bit more. Yeah. VOG me, and me used to hate him. I'm liking him a bit more. Less hate out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rock I think, the you sweater. Know, it's fall time. To be honest, I think it's just a, a, a product of what's happening in the NFL. He didn't actually get better. All the quarterbacks got better because he just pumps every quarterback's tires, right? So there used to be sh- more shitty quarterbacks in the league that he just had to talk about on Sunday Night Football. And, uh, yeah, not anymore. So I'm glad we're slowly easing into the Sunday night football. Oh, yeah. Misstep? Yes. Folks, I I was celebrating myself a little bit last week, picking the Steelers in a fuck soup survivor week. I overthought it, and I picked the Kansas City Chiefs in my survivor pool last night, which I am now eliminated from. The Eagles were the obvious play, and for some reason I didn't like it. I actually went too far. I was like, hey, why don't I pick the Eagles over the Jets? And I checked out the backup quarterbacks, Luke Falk, Luke Falk, the starting quarterback for uh, the New York Jets. And they're coming off a bye. They need a win. I checked out his college highlights on YouTube. Be careful when you do this, folks, because highlight videos are meant to make you look really good. And he went to Washington State, the same uh, school Gardner Minshew went to, Mike Leach's offense. High-octane offensive offense, and he can make some nice throws. And I convinced myself that this guy might shock the world. And then on fourth and one, 
late in the first quarter. They're already down seven. He throws what's absolutely a backup quarterback throw, which got, was a pick six. And you looked at me, and you're like, this is over. And I said that's too early because it was. Because you're always too early when you say it's over. Except it wasn't too early. Well, you were, ended up being right. But you, if you say that every time someone's up 14 nothing, you're going to be right sometimes. In this particular case, you were. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah. That pick six cemented my survival. That's right. Weird Mike's retroactive survivor coming at you a week late. <laughs> yeah. Always fresh. Never helpful. Always fresh. Hey. Hey. <laughs> don't, don't, don't hate me. Everybody's like, yeah, thanks a lot for telling me who to pick after well, you I'm picked still it. alive. All right. And my 347 entry... A $250 high roller. Yes. 90K first place. I know. I know. I'm is ha- now down to a whittled 79 persons. People. We've been over this. <laughs> persons, people, it's gamblers. Important. It's important. Whatever they are. Right. Uh, and Weird Mike's in the driver's seat with a couple of powerhouses in his back pocket. Uh, so stay tuned next week for my continued survival. Weird Mike's in the driver's seat. I just love the third person-ness. It's great. <laughs> Weird Mike is in the driver's seat. Uh, yeah. It's like the retroactive picks, though. I love it. It's like, imagine it. Mike's, Weird Mike's actually really good. He, ca- he calls himself the traffic guru of uh, Southern Ontario. True story. However, imagine I asked you for directions, you know, and you gave them to me after I got to my destination. <laughs> hey, hey, I know you got to Scarborough fine. Here's how, here's how you should go. Here's how you should have gone. That is what you're doing for everybody's survivor picks. So you could ju- just say you're welcome to everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm sure they're all just screaming at their speaker hey, right now. You know, the people are talking. I'm getting messages. People wanting to know people nibbling. You know, hey, I'm, I never hey, shy I, away from advice. You, I never. Are you giving anybody survivor advice? Or are you saying stay tuned until, no, I never give the pick, until but, this but, won't be helpful but anymore? But there's always two or three out there Fair. that are, right. you know. Well, you got this week. Stay tuned next week for <laughs> yeah, right. Weird Mike's continued survival. All right. Well, I'm driving across the country on Wednesday. You got any traffic tips? You know what? Tell me when I get there. Uh, <laughs> I don't oh. know if the cell service is pretty spotty in uh, Gimli, Manitoba. Weird Mike, I'll be happy to help you, bro. Yeah. Hey, uh, big shout out to all of our, everyone, all you Look Who's Talkers out there. Last week was a big grow week for us. We had a lot of new subscribers, a lot of new Instagram, uh, action, whatever you want to call it. Activity. There you go. Huck's laughing at me. I like Insta action. Leslie's laughing at me from the stats room. Uh, Hey, just eat your vegan wraps, Leslie. They're good. All right. Save the planet. Um, But, hey, your survivor picks through. Your your weird picks not really helping too much lately. That was my only misstep uh, this week was my weird pick because I. You had Danny Dimes, the New York Giants. I cleaned up. uh, I know. You did really well. You got to help out the people who are listening to us. Uh, yeah, and that's also another shift. I'm doing the reverse. I, I'm, I gave six perfect picks this weekend. I randomly threw Atlanta in because I'm an idiot, and I didn't capitalize nearly as much as I should have. You keep burying the lead, man. You're six and zero. Might be seven and zero with Cleveland. I need seven and zero for Cleveland tonight. And eleven and one in your last twelve. I know. That's that's the headline. I'm doing it for the look who's talkers. I've been slumming it with the Broncos in the mile high. <laughs> Slums. Well, now I'm spitting the Bronco hot fire. Wow. I'm taking him again this week, yeah. and uh, I know my Broncos. It's weird because 
There's only one Bronco diehard amongst the Look Who's Talkers. Andre Bello. Uh, but everybody loved the spit and Bronco fire. Yes. It it transcended the entire AFC West. Also, I think the Broncos listened because they were up 17 nothing and never looked back. They, they, they didn't. And it was the first week I didn't take them. <laughs> I know. So Weird Mike is shook on the weird pick right now. I want a disclaimer. Yep. I got something for you coming up in about 15. Uh... <laughs> I'm gonna throw a wrinkle into the weird pick. The the hesitation. Your is brain the, just a, like you just stared at me, and your brain burped. It's the lack of confidence <laughs> right now on the weird. But pick. you're cleaning up. Otherwise, that's okay. And and it's and like the one game you didn't get right, you dick. That's okay. All right. Well, it's the one pick that everybody well, hears. In Fifteen so. minutes. I can't farve and wait. Uh, one thing I did get right, uh, and I've been talking about this. I got look. Chase Daniel and the Chicago Bears were a hot pick last week. To cover five points against the Raiders in London. First of all, that game looked friggin' awesome. Tottenham's new, new, new stadium. Yeah, they, uh, they were in bed with the NFL. It's awesome. It's retrofitted, before. man. It looks like a sick place. It's unbelievable. Let's go to London and watch a game. My sister's over there. She lives in Clapham Calm, and it's awesome. Let's get Big Dog and the troops and head up where? Clapham Dong? Clapham, Clapham Common. Clapping common. You do well in other countries, eh? I do. I know you do. So, but you speak, I bet you, you, you like do your accented English. <laughs> My I, dad does the I same thing. I bring overwhelming optimism when I travel. Yeah, like when you're speaking to French people, you just speak English, but in like a French accent to them. Instead of like trying to speak French. We. Oui. Right? We. Oui. Yeah, we. Oui. We. Oui. Anyway, so one thing I want to get to this week is that just like life, okay, if you're the backup... You're the backup for a reason, you know? And this is something you got to ask. When you're looking into a football game, who's the backup quarterback? And if he's playing, find out why. Why is he the backup, okay? Is he a starter in waiting? Because that's different. Do they draft somebody who's just waiting for you to retire or waiting for your contract to end? Like if you're Patrick Mahomes in your first year and you're the backup and Alex Smith goes down, that's a different situation. Then Chase Daniel who's played in the league 10 years, and he's worked five days, <laughs> all right? He's played, this was his sixth start in 10 years. He learned Andy Reid's slash Doug Peterson's slash Char- uh, Nagy's offense, and he's been the backup quarterback with Nagy everywhere he's went. So he knows the system. But there's a reason he's the backup, okay? It's like... Yeah, it's like a married guy down in Florida. He's rich, he's got some mistress, okay? But she's a, she's a dirty wench, okay? She works for the Bucks. And she's like, oh, when are you going to leave your wife? Like, ah, oh, you know, uh, never. This goes on for 10 years, okay? Lady, you're the backup for a reason, okay? You're not, he's not leaving his wife. You're the backup. Chase Daniel knows he doesn't have it. Or he'd try to be a starter somewhere. He accepted a long time ago. He didn't have it. He doesn't have it. There's guys in the league that are backup quarterbacks, and if they're playing, you gotta you gotta assume that they're a backup for a reason. They should not be getting any Arvin points against any solid team, especially who's starting their starting quarterback, who's capable of really good things because he's a starter in the NFL. It's a tough job to get. Chase Daniel accepted a long time ago. He cannot get that job. So whenever when I was hearing this, even from you, weird Mike. And from the herd. I like Chase. And from, you know, sharp, sharp betters. I'm like, and I'm hearing, oh, Vegas only put, didn't really differentiate between Mr. Trubisky and Chase Daniel. I'm like, well, that's stupid. And they make mistakes sometimes. Well, uh, correct. But 
there are professional mistresses. <laughs> it's true. They don't all scream, I want to be the one. Right. So Chase Daniels, so, a professional mistress. So let's give Chase one more game. The Bears decided to leave for London on Friday. You know, it's been a rumor, success. Rumor has it a couple of them went out because they're in London for the first time and they just wanted a sniff, you know? <laughs> Good, clean fun. I'm not accusing them of being, you know, yeah. drunken and yeah. disorderly. Just out and about. A pint, a stroll, a couple pitchers, whatever. This, this. Takes them off their game of shade. What happens? They're down 17 nuts ASAP. Chase, you know, threw the bad pick at the end, but he held water for a bit. Anyway. That's what he can do. I'm giving Chase one more game. He's a water holder. He's a water holder. By the way, that, well, was, we the most, drink. that was the most old school. I love that, by the way. That was the most old school sports bookie, handicapper, rumor mill thing I've ever heard. Rumor has it. Like, it's 2019. Most people would say, I saw on Twitter, or I heard, I read on, you know, SI Truth and Rumors or ProFootballTalk.com. But in 2019, Weird Mike keeps it old school. And he just claims he knows somebody. <laughs> Who knows somebody? And rumor has it, a couple of bears went out in London. <laughs> it's I just heard, math. There's, I heard 53 from my, on, there's, I heard 50, from my, there's 53 guys. I heard from my buddy Vinny. <laughs> I was on a football roster. We were in the city of Toronto. A couple people snuck out every night randomly. I, I know. I'm not saying they didn't go out. I'm just saying I love that. That was like from Casino. Love like, it. You know? <laughs> Ace, you know, he knows when the quarterback went out last night. I know he knows when someone banged his girlfriend. If he doesn't know, nobody knows. Yeah. Anyway, who had Michigan at 24? No one had Michigan at 24. I love that movie. Casino. Ace Rothstein, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on the show. He's a real guy. He's still alive. Yeah, there you go. How about that? Yeah, he survived. Everyone else died in Casino, but he survived. Where Mike still survive, yo. So, uh, regular Jeff over here. <laughs> Made a mistake. I make mistakes, okay? And I thought Luke Falk was in that other category of a guy who might be a starter and waiting somewhere. And he looks like a backup. <laughs> sure does. So watch out for that, folks. I made the mistake. I hope you don't uh, make that one, too, because uh, everyone makes a boo-boo from time to time. Just ask Smith Schuster. How about a little less Fortnite and a little more working on uh, holding the ball? Just, you know, just throwing it out there. Reasonable. Yep. Yeah, uh, as, uh, as you probably heard by now, uh, one of the Grudens is fired. The other one's riding high, looking for a playoff spot. Uh, as you referred to him a couple weeks ago, uh, John's weird brother. <laughs> yeah. John's weird brother happened to coach for the Washington Foreskins, <laughs> their new name. I'm off the skins, okay? Yeah. The horrible asset management. I said it last week. You did. Horrible asset management got this guy fired. Nobody has the room. He lost it. The kid doesn't have it. Is Case even still there? Is he showing up? What's going on with Case? He should be on the Vikings. Um, nobody wants to be there. Nope. And the defending champs are all in the town lay a whooping. And now he's gone? Any chance Chucky picks him up? Are they, uh, are they brothers at arms? Are they like, are they like Baldwins? <laughs> are the Grudens like... Isn't there a third Gruden out there? There's like, a third Baldwin that no one knows about. <clears throat> Couple of Baldwins. A lot of Baldwins. The roast of Alec Baldwin was very graphic. In the South Park movie, the Baldwins invade <laughs> with Canada. It's really <laughs> weird. Blame Canada. Great movie. What would Brian Boitano do if he were here today? All right. Uh, got something to talk about as we were kind of. By the way, did you see the Titans do the Remember the Titans dance? This was a couple weeks ago, but I saw it on YouTube. It was I did see that. Friggin' awesome. 
Uh, I think that should be our new installment. No. We talk Remember about the, the Titans. No, we talk about the Titans. Huck, it's Huck's team. I know it's Huck's team. Vrabel's a weirdo. Mariota's a cyborg. No. Their kicker no. can't make anything. No, they are so mediocre. This would be like doing a fast food show and talking about uh, Fast Eddie's all the time. You know, I know Hernsey just jumped out of his seat. Oh, look, Fast Eddie's. Anyway, we can't do a segment totally for the Titans. But uh, we'll talk about them from time to time as they keep missing field goals and playing shitty quarterbacks. But uh, something I do want to talk about in a segment we actually do do, I want to talk about Matt Stafford and Derek Carr and our this week's Truth of the Week. Yeah, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, folks. Truth of the Week this week is that football players are people, and most people aren't consistent. That's right. Most people are not consistent. Okay? That's why we remember the ones that are, because they're great. They're Hall of Famers. But Hall of Famers aren't the only ones who win football games or who do well and get into the playoffs. Okay? Tom Brady is great pretty much every game. Plays at his best, top-level quarterbacking almost every game. Peyton Manning did the same thing. All the great ones in every sport are consistent. But they're not the only ones who can achieve greatness in that particular game. Think back to when you played sports, Okay? There was guys on your team that you, you remember. Well, this guy's great. This guy's A, he's a, you know, five out of five player when he's playing awesome. And he plays awesome every fucking night. And that's why you know he's going places, okay? But there were nights, maybe not all of you, but some of you guys listening, where you played that good. You had a level maybe in practice, maybe in shinny, or maybe, you know, a, a tournament where you were like, Yo, you played that five out of five level. You you were faster than you normally are, and you were smarter, and you, or you had a better shot, or whatever, whatever sport you were. You proved to yourself that you were capable of that top level. So you sort of told yourself, hey, if I could sort of just sort of figure out how to do this all the time, you know, I could really, I could really be something. I could, I could do what these other guys are doing. Maybe not be as great as Tom Brady, but I could, you know, if I could put it all together in one season, I could maybe win a championship. If I could play at that high level. People are consistent. Most people. Think about you at your job. You know? Do you do the best job ever every day? No. But the best guys in the industry do. And maybe you don't want care to be the best. Maybe you're just happy being pretty successful. You know, pretty successful in the NFL is like being like a hundred million dollionaire, especially a quarterback. So there's guys that I think have, even though the world has sort of accepted that they'll never do it. They know that when they're playing at their highest level, it's a pretty high level in the NFL. Guys like Derek Carr and Matt Stafford. Are we picking them in the top 10 quarterbacks in the league? No. But can they beat one of those top 10 quarterbacks in the league on any given Sunday? Yeah. And they've proven to themselves that they can. Matt Stafford's won some big games, literally on his arm. Does he do it every week? No. That's why we never pick them to win the division or the playoffs. But... Sometimes circumstances help out people that are inconsistent and lead to more consistency, such as being surrounded by a lot of talent and finally some stable defensive coaching or some stable offensive coaching and a great running game if you're in Oakland. So Derek Carr and Matt Stafford at the start of the year, I talked about in episode one of this season, 
how even though the world didn't think they could do it, they think they can do it. And that's all you need sometimes. All you need yourself to believe in yourself, folks. All right? So uh, their success isn't surprising if you understand that they understand their ceiling and they're actually in better situations than ever to actually reach it on a more consistent basis and play better. Derek Carr's barely throwing incomplete passes. He's not throwing very difficult passes, but he's more than game managing with receivers we've never heard of. And uh, he's playing pretty good football. So uh, think back to when you played sports or you at your job and understand that Imagine someone just accepted that you were going to sort of lose every day just because you don't play your best every day. But they're not aware of what your best is. You are. So I'm watching two quarterbacks right now shock the world. They are not shocking themselves. And that's why they're going to be playing January football, I think, especially because the AFC is shit, so Oakland can walk in. True of the week, folks. Football people are regular people. And just like you and me, they're not that consistent, except for the great ones. And as we're all trying to be great, that's why we do a show every week. We don't take a week off. We're trying, folks, and just like you are, trying to be better every day. Derek Carr and our boy Matt Stafford are finally getting some help. Did you ever think we'd talk about the fucking Raiders and Lions so much? But we're the only ones that were at the start of the year. That's why you're listening right now. Also, I'm 11-1 and one in my last 12 picks. You're welcome. Woo! <laughs> Two quarterbacks. Two conferences, is the timing right? As the world turns here on look, look Who's Talking, your Raider and Lion headquarter. Yep. To our bizarre <laughs> horse host. Absolutely. Gee, what a Jeff. Plus, like, I really want to go to games in Vegas to watch the Raiders. And I want them to be good. It's fun in the league when the Raiders are good. What teams do you think are the, like, when they're, like, should be good for like, your, the NFL to be your at your favorite, just quickly. Sorry, say that again? Uh, what teams like, should be sort of playoff teams for everything to feel normal for you in the NFL? Uh, I like it when the Green Bay Packers are in. Yep. Feels right. I hate when the Steelers are bad. I want them to be in. Just feels like, like I want to watch a night Steelers playoff game almost every playoffs at least. Yeah, you, you, you talk about the two quarterbacks, Stafford and Carr, and the similarities. You're going to bring back a crowd favorite gun to your head uh, segment here. Yeah, yeah. We're looking for some new segments. Sure. Uh, no, well, not really. But well, come on, man. Your survivor's down. What are we going to talk about? I Well, you could put a gun to my head then. I will answer those questions. Kyler Murray. Oh, I hate this. First overall pick. Yes. H- height of the future for the franchise. Or? Kyle Allen. Wow. Undrafted walk-on. Barely made the practice squad. Now 3-0. and Normal-sized human. Five-year game plan. You're a new owner. Yep. And both of them are relatively, relatively new owners. Yep. Um, the Panthers and, you know, RIP Mr. Bidwell for the Cardinals. Indeed. Jerry Maguire had a big hand in that. In case you didn't know, a little football movie trivia for you. What do you mean? Michael Bidwell gave the express written consent to use his entire franchise that's why I felt so great. It felt so normal. Yeah, it was. You're not like, watching like the Tennessee steam engines. Yeah. It's the actual Arizona yeah, Cardinals. That was, that was that. I want to watch that movie. You know? That was a good one. Uh, Huck, you complete me. Cuba was, Gooden Jr. I don't say that to you enough. Guy plays good football players, Cuba. Absolutely. We're rewatching the OJ thing. Did you guys know OJ was pissed? 
that they cast Cuba Gooden Jr. to play him because he was too short. Yeah. <laughs> they did all this <laughs> all the take up, and they got deep down into his psyche that he didn't even know. Yep. And he was pissed because Cuba was three inches shorter. And they were, yeah. <laughs> there's the, there's, Maybe four. There's the letter where he basically admits it. There's the, uh, the entire series just painting him as the, as the guy that did it. And uh, all he cares about is as if Cuba Gooding's going to play me. Like, man, that guy's small. So, yo, <laughs> the juice is loose. Cuba's a good football actor. The gun's still to your head, host. Yep. Kyler Murray or Kyle Allen? <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> Kyler? I'm taking Kyler Murray. They're, look, I, he's just got so much athletic talent. I haven't seen enough from Kyle Allen, although I, I, this, this is actually a, a tough pick. But I'll interesting how an undrafted walk-on is he's the throwing, same is this on the same he's, level. He's making as great throws. He five five games is enough. Okay, six games got Jimmy Garoppolo a seven-year contract. Yeah, for 120 and a porn star. Right. So who would you have right now, Jimmy Garoppolo or either of those two? I'd take Jimmy. Yeah, based come, on yeah, come on. Based huh? on what? Based on the fact they're undefeated. Five turnovers last time they played against the Steelers. They beat the Bengals and they beat the Bucks. So if that was a five-year gun to your head. By cool the way. your jets. Yeah, I'm taking Kyler Murray. I'll go down with the ship. I like the, I like athletic freaks, and he seems pretty smart. I thought you were going to jump in ASAP to your picks because you were steaming hot. I'm steaming I, hot. I can't show me the money. Tell him because I'm giving you guys all the money, and I'm an idiot. I took Atlanta, <laughs> but this week. Show me the money. Or if you made some dough off of our picks in the last two weeks, 11 and 1, send it in on Instagram, at Hughes Talking. By the way, please, if you're uh, just turning into our show and you're uh, downloading an episode, please subscribe. We love subscribers. We love subscribers. We love you. We love you. Also, two weeks left in our Super Bowl contest with Team I Will. Uh, you can DM at Team I Will. They'll get back to you on, on, and send you the website on how you can purchase tickets to the Super Bowl raffle. They're giving away 400 uh, tickets are selling 400 tickets for 100 bucks each, and they're pulling one ticket on the American Thanksgiving down at King's Taps in Toronto, and that winner will get two tickets to the Super Bowl and a VIP experience worth over 20 grand. Uh, they will get back to you if they haven't got back to you yet, and send you the link to buy tickets. Good luck to all you look who's talkers. We far and love you. All right. By the way, some announcer. Speaking of announcers. During the game, he was talking about the running game of some team, and he's like, they just got thunder-punched in the throat. (laughs) And football announcers, especially who used to be football players, I love some of these expressions they're using. Thunder-punched in the throat to describe the team's running game in the first quarter. Yeah, there's a race to get off. Sounds like some pretty intense porn. There's a race to get off the field and into the booth. These guys are leaving two, three years on the field. Romo had a year left. To get uh, even big dudes. Like, you know, people know line plays valuable now. Like, every angle of the game is valued. Yep. So. And they're looking at, and like these big guys too, like, they never had really had a voice before. They're looking at Booger McFarlane discuss, you know, uh, by the end of Monday Night Football, he becomes like the voice of the league, like talking about who might be fired and, you know, the NFLPA and the contract negotiations and like Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott's relationship. Speaking of which. Dem boys need a quarterback. I said last week on this on the show, folks, uh, when Cowboys fans, C-Mac told me he, didn't, he hated this. I said, if you're a Cowboys fan, you should be cheering for interceptions this week against the Packers. And how many did he throw? I believe he threw two. 
Uh, he threw two, except two more were called back by penalty. Correct. Four picks, two of them went back. Yep. And wow. And nailed it. And now, after two bad weeks in a row, my prophecy's coming true. He didn't take the money. And now he's one bad game. Like, or, like, if they go, you know, they'll probably beat the Jets next week, so they're four and two. No, 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 no. Well, if Darnold's back, yeah. yo, that's a don't outthink the room survivor tip. Now, I know. To be honest, though, you got to think about how bad this is, just from a betting perspective, okay? If he wasn't good enough to play, yes, like two days ago. Okay. Because his spleen might explode. And die. And die. On the field. So even if he is cleared to play, put yourself in his shoes. Okay, let's say, would you even want to play touch football that weekend? Okay? Would you even want to walk in a busy mall? Do you want to take on a hungry Dallas Cowboys team at home? And I'm not saying he won't play. I think he will. I'm just saying, I don't think he's going to be 100%. He's going to be throwing the ball away a little bit quicker than a normal Sam Darnold, one who doesn't have a possibly exploding spleen. I almost got off my hospital bed after my appendix was taken out to play baseball at Lisgar. For six days, baseball was super hot. That's commitment. (laughs) I almost got up. So obviously different story. But um, watch out for those Cowboys. Real, Real trouble. You called the Dak Momentum train halting. Yep. That was like a primetime. That was like a night game. Dak Prescott, folks. Look, the Dallas Cowboys think, for some reason, and they're, you know, and some of their fans think that they have Deshaun Watson. But they don't. They have a guy who he's, you know, he's Kirk, he's Kirk Cousins. Who's more mobile, stronger. But he's got a ceiling. And if you sign him in seven years, you will forever have a quarterback. Well, not forever, but for the next seven years, you'll have a quarterback who is in the bottom eight quarterbacks of the starters of the league, bar none. There's that many other good quarterbacks out there, either in college or on other teams. You're just, you're, at the most important position, you are accepting mediocrity. It's like if the Titans right now just re-signed Mariota to seven years. What have you seen? You know? Yeah. You saw Dak rip up a couple bad teams. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. I'm not saying I told you so yet, but it's going to happen. Dak should have taken the money when, uh, when he should have. Everyone was praising him. Oh, look at Dak betting on himself after they start out 2-0 and against these crap teams. No, no, no. Green Bay exposed him. The yes. Saints exposed him. Yes. And it, it won't be the last time. And I, you can see Jerry Jones' face watching the game. I love, also love, we were talking about this earlier, what teams need to be good. I love when the Cowboys are at least sort of good enough. They're sort of good enough I right want now. them to play important football because I love Jerry Jones as an owner. You know, like you, you've talked about this. You love watching Jerry Jones watch his football team play. Uh, so do I. Good stuff. He had Ellen DeGeneres sitting next to President Bush, talking about that odd couple. W. Up in the Dallas box watching his team to get shit kicked. In a way, in such a way where Jerry's enough of a football mind and he knows, hey, this is probably... Like a fifty, was it sixty percent chance if we make the playoffs? Eventually, we have to play the Packers. They don't even have their best receiver, and this is what they just did to us in our building. Probably now at Lambeau. Yeah, as well. you're gonna get smoked, and Jerry can see the writing on the wall. So Dak, you should have signed the contract because Jerry doesn't have the patience for this shit, and neither do Cowboys fans. Maybe Jerry's happy deep down. If I'm Dak, he plays I'm, out of that contract. If I'm Dak, I play one more great game, and I say, "Show me the money." Show me the money. Also, I love when movies teach you stuff. 
and even I haven't watched that show in, in movie in a decade, but I still know that the human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> what a cute kid. I, uh, you know, what, what, worry about these child actors, man. That, he might be dead now. <laughs> if you make me wait any longer for these picks, you, I'm going to hijack your honors, bro. All right, here we go. Cue the Obi Trice. Two picks. You. All right. That's Obi Trice. Real name, no gimmicks. Uh, listened to a lot of Eminem as a kid. Love it. If I was trapped on an island, I'd bring the whole discology and just get fired up at coconuts. Okay? That's what I'd do. Yes, I just said discology. Okay? Yes, it is a word. Discography? Is it discology? No. Hawks, let me know. Wow. Well, either way, love it. Uh, Eminem, Obi Trice. We, that's what we grew up with. That's why we thought we were pretty hard in high school. Mount Carmel Crusaders bus was bouncing. Doc Rock Wilder. Okay, 11 and 1 in our last 12 picks. And if Cleveland covers three and a half tonight, we were 7 and 0 on the weekend with a bonus pick we gave away on Instagram. Pittsburgh Steelers plus three and a half. Fuck you, Juju. You cost me a lot. That was a big boo boo. And uh, fuck you. I like you though. Okay, our first pick this week. I'm taking the Denver Broncos. We are still spitting Bronco fire. They got a taste of winning and they like it. Okay? Uh, the Tennessee Titans showed, uh, again, that they, for pretty much almost every game this year, unless they're facing a backup quarterback, will have a quarterback disadvantage. Mariota doesn't have it. I like the way he throws the ball. And unless they, if Derek Henry can't run through you, or they don't get pick sixes, I don't see them scoring more than 10 points all year. Denver Broncos win this by less than a field goal. Take it. I think that'll go up because uh, sharp betters like Denver at home. They always have. Mile High is a weird place to play. And if you're shit at quarterback, you'll be even shittier, usually at Mile High. So I'm taking Denver Broncos minus two and a half. All right. I'm taking the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. Coming off their bye week with, I believe, Josh Rosen starting a quarterback. You know what? Even if it's Fitzy, I don't care. I'm taking on the coachless Washington Redskins, and I'm getting three and a half at home to get their first win of the year. You show me a better time to get a win than facing the coachless Washington Redskins. And Callahan, look, Gruden was there for five years. That's an institution. This is a, a, a total upheaval, okay? They hire Bill Callahan as their coach. Most football name ever, by the way. <laughs> oh, here comes the Callahan family with their new baby. Hey, what'd they call him? Bill. Yeah, he's going to be a football coach in about 20 years. Yep, no problem. Anyway, it's a total uh, roster upheaval. I don't like Colt McCoy or Dwayne Haskins or pretty much anybody walking into Miami uh, coming off a bye. Look, Miami's a bunch of professional football players. They've had a bye to think about it down in Miami. They're going to win this game. And I like the three and a half points. I like it so much. It's my silver pick. And I like the Eagles Vikings over 43 and a half as my bronze pick. Okay, the Eagles have a problem at cornerback. Sure, that mother Falker couldn't take advantage of it. But I think Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, and Kirk Cousins will take advantage of these young, un, you know, unheard of rookie DBs that the Eagles are going to have to play. Eagles are also going to be able to score on the Vikings. I'm not worried about them being able to put up 20 points, 24 points. Uh, Carson Wentz will get it done. And uh, the, Eagle, the, the Vikings defense is good. Not quite who they used to be. But they have played Chase Daniel. Uh, sorry, they played Chase Daniel and Danny Dimes in his third game. And Chase da Chase Daniels played ten years. It was his sixth game. Danny Dimes played one year. It was his third game. I should tell you what I think about uh, the two quarterbacks. 
Anyway, uh, the Vikings defense isn't as good as their last two opponents have made them look. So I like this over. 43 and a half. It's low because of the strength of opponent of the Vikings. My fourth pick, I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus five on Monday Night Football uh, at Lambeau Field facing the Green Bay Packers coming off a bye week. Okay, they almost beat the Kansas City Chiefs at home. They should have won that game. It was a 100-yard fumble return that was literally it looked like the play was dead. Nobody even played anything. Chiefs guy takes the ball, runs it back for 100 yards. That's the only reason they lost the game. Otherwise, they'd be undefeated right now. I like this to be a tight one. I think the Lions are actually winning, and Green Bay comes back, makes it close, possibly wins by a field goal. I love the number, plus five. Take it. And I'm taking... The Cincinnati Bengals, plus 12 in Baltimore. I don't know what everyone else is seeing. I don't like Baltimore to cover a massive spread against a, de a desperate division rival. Yes, Andy Dalton's not good, but he's still their starter. A 12-point spread within the division, I'm saving that for backup quarterbacks or unless you're playing the Patriots or something. The Ravens are not the Patriots, and the Bengals almost beat the, almost beat the Cardinals. Uh, they're desperate for a win, and uh, I think 12 points is too much. Ravens win by six. Book it. Ravens should have lost that game against the Steelers if it wasn't for Boo Boo Smith Schuster. My final pick, I'm taking the Saints Jaguars over 44 and a half. I like Gardner Minshew to get points at home. The Saints defense is very tough at home, not quite as tough on the road. That's been their mantra for 12 years. They are a tough home team. They're not so tough on the road. And uh, I like Jackson. I like uh, Gardner Minshew and his receivers to score some points. It wasn't for three fumbles uh, that good old Minshew mania let go with his uh, loose grip there. Yeah, they they would have won that game against Carolina. So fumbles are one of those things, especially kind of the they weren't fumbles caused by the defense. Minshew just sort of kind of gave these balls away. So that's sort of some bad luck. And uh, I like both teams to score points. No Jalen Ramsey. Michael Thomas will go off. Over 44. Gotta love it. So I got the... I got the Denver Broncos minus two and a half. I got the Miami Dolphins plus three and a half. I got the Detroit Lions plus five. I got the Eagles Vikings over 43 and a half. I got the Bengals plus 12 in Baltimore. And I got the Saints Jaguars in Jacksonville over 44. And uh, show me the money. You! Michael. Weird Mike, being shot to you from a regular Huck. So I've noticed uh, your Hugh picks have uh, done better following a little bit of Weird Mike analysis. You sure? And I'll break down uh, a little bit of that. First of all, the Bronco fire. Yeah. Spitting Bronco fire. Indeed. Maybe the most enjoyed term of the Look Who's Talk in 56 episode. I know. A lot of love for the Bronco fire. Uh, Dolphins three and a half. I didn't know that number was so high. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half. Who's, yeah. Washington, who's Washington getting road points on at all? Yeah, five years. The whole regime is shook. They have no idea what's going on. They're in South Beach. I got probability of going out. I got Rosen in this offense <laughs> trying to get a win. I, I like it. Love the number. Get it now. I think that's one of those sure. get it now type sure. of things because I might come down. The Lions, some risky biz. Coming off a of bye week. Getting, yeah, get, Packers are super hot. She said it's risky biz. Uh, I, I like the neutral field right now. Who are you taking, the Lions or the Cowboys? I'm taking the Lions. All right. So that's the way I look at it. It's, I think the Lions are a tougher team. I, Who's your pick? You guys stuck around. It's 0-3. <laughs> I'm going to reward you guys. 
Weird Mike coming with the double hammer. Absolutely. Week six. No fruit. No bra strap. Matinee recording. Yeah, you look like, you look like a regular human. Super fresh. Thank you. There you go. I think. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I meant it as a compliment, <laughs> which might not be good. Two and three on the year. Go figure. Finally fade the Broncos. They come through. Uh, last week was a bad loss. I loved the pick less and less as the week unfolded. Uh, but I stuck with it. This week, like I said, double hammer, getting back on track. I'm taking my Super Bowl team. Going back to the first episode of this season, the Houston Texans finding their stride. Plus five at the suddenly mortal Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Plus five and a half. Taking it. Looking for a statement. Looking for a statement win. They just missed out on New Orleans. Right? Uh, they got the one at the Chargers. It's all flowing right. The Clowney trades in the distance. They made the right call protecting Deshaun. He's the rock star. MVP talk has started to rumble. If he goes into Arrowhead, I kind of like the money line. I really do. But I'm going to nut up on the spread, folks. Like I said, plus five, Houston at Arrowhead. Take it. And the second game. Love me some wenches. <laughs> the wenches love overseas. They're skipping the pond to London and playing the red-hot Kyle Allen and the Carolina Panthers. The D takes a back seat in London. Early start. Taking the over 48 and a half in London. Wenches, Panthers. Early start, 9.30 a.m. Only on NFL Network or Sunday Ticket. Weird Mike waking up and cooking some eggs and watching some football. There you go. I'm taking two picks to get climb back over 500 and never look back. There you go. I love the way you give your picks to me. Like, <clears throat> like we're play, playing charades and you have no idea what I'm acting out. <laughs> Wenches going for two. Love it. Going to make some eggs. <laughs> Sunday morning, what else are you going to do? I don't know. You can make lots of stuff. It's nothing like making your football picks while watching football. That's a lot of fun. By the way, there's a regular London game this weekend, for anyone wondering, as in like it's it'll be the 9.30 a.m. start, which if you're a psycho football fan like me, Weird Mike, and everyone from Huck Media, and even Leslie, is you like waking up and fo football's on. Yeah. Uh, 12 hours wasn't enough. Give me 16. Woo! Yo, just to... Uh, keep uh, the weird Michaelholics and the survivor train happy. I, I said it at the beginning of the year that if I do spike it, I am going to throw an amazing party here at Centennial, like all out, you know, calling sick the next day type of jam. So, you know, stick around for that week after and it'll pay you off with the best fucking Tuesday you ever had. Do you have to call in sick to yourself? <laughs> uh... Well, I'll let somebody know. <laughs> but it's y'all I'm worried about. So, like I said, big, big Ferragosto. Yeah. Here at Centennial. Yeah. We sp spiked that survivor. Why are we doing an Italian hello at the start of the show? Like, is this, do you have something against your former country? No, it was always your thing. And uh, what, 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 what was so it? Th it'd be chow? Yeah, throwing a chow. Hey. You got you to gotta work it in I feel there. like we could just do, like, put the, my, my pointer finger and my thumb together. 
and just do like I don't even have to say anything. You know, it'd be like ni hao, bonjour, and I just do the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take the week to work it in. It's harder than you think. Hey, it doesn't roll. Can we do the A? You could do an A. Now, now everybody's doing that thing I was talking about to me on the speaker right now. Like, <laughs> bro, like, what are you, you know? Nothing's funner than doing Italian hands things as you're talking. Like, hey, what, you know, what are we talking about here? Okay, uh, so that's those are your picks. Yeah, I got the over in London. Over in London, early start. Tampa Bay versus Carolina. Over. What's the number? 48 and a half. 48 and a half. And you have the Houston Texans riding the MVP candidacy. Indeed. Deshaun. Yep. At the humbled and now very beatable Kansas City Chiefs. Just like to point out to any of our female listeners that when, when Weird Mike is talking about nutting up on a particular spread that he likes, he means throwing down an inordinate amount of money. He's not actually talking about nutting on said point spread ticket. Which, unless it's a really good ticket. <laughs> yeah, I've had some third quarter wood before. I promised JP we wouldn't get as gross this week. <laughs> We're already there. He's yeah. waist deep with a dog pound, though, getting fisted by Mayfield, uh, who I think is going to have a, a great season. Baker, I like you. Shut the huck up. No, you guys can shut the huck up. Oh, I love when he oh. talks dirty to me. Somebody's not a fan of the Remember the Titans. Huck, I slipped a coffee in your beer the other day. Didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks for listening, guys. Cousin crew out in Montreal. Pregnant Dahlia. Cousin Al. Big Rich. Love you guys. Down the 401. Uh, just one thing. When I was watching that Chiefs game, one thing popped into mind. Week two this year. After, after week two, I said the, per- the Patriots are going perfect. Who's in their way? One of the biggest forces in their way, obviously, it's Kansas City Chiefs. After watching the Colts run it down their throat last night, you had to be thinking Bill Belichick's like, oh, I can just run it on these guys. Just like I did to the Chargers last year. Play a totally different type of game in Foxborough and if we see them in the playoffs. If the Chiefs don't get some help on defense, I don't see them beating the Pats. And for that matter, I don't see anyone else beating them either. The Bills, maybe? They've earned some consideration? Yeah, absolutely. Circle. Houston. The Wagons. Maybe. New England plays Houston. Houston, sure. Hey. Are you sh- okay, gun to your of head, Mike. Of course not, but well, we know. Yeah, it'll be a good game. It'll be a good game. Deshaun's capable of a big moment. Sure. Right? Sure. He is. Dak isn't. <laughs> That's the difference. He's been Superman since he started. Dak went to Mississippi State. Well, they both roll into Foxborough this year. Yeah. You think, you think neither get a win? I, think, I don't think either team gets a win. Oh, uh, that sounds like another bet here, Hugh. Sure. Okay. I'll go yeah, straight well, I, up. So you say Tom gets both of them. I say either Deshaun or Dak. Sure. I'll, I'll take Tom for both. 20 even. No, no. Uh, three box pool. 40 beans. Sure. There you go. That's Sunday. I'll call it in from BC. Love it. There you go. Safe travels, Absolutely. bro. Um, you witnessed that hockey. So I don't really see anybody in their way. That's just me. So just remember, you heard it here first. And I cue then that chime, Huck. I loved when we did that last uh, couple episodes ago. If you haven't watched it in a while, watch Jerry Maguire. And it's football season, folks. It's October. Watch Rudy, even if you're not a Notre Dame fan. It's got the best soundtrack in the world. It'll get you fired up. And here it is. See you next week.